Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Chris Arnold of 105.3 The Fan down there in Dallas, Texas. And Chris, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? No problem whatsoever. It's a victorious Monday. Everybody in Dallas is going crazy. Oh, I, I can only imagine. So uh, just kind of walk us through yesterday and that game against Tampa Bay leading up to it, how Cowboys fans maybe felt going into that game, and also the performance during the game and then after the game, the reactions. All right. Well, let me start by saying I did pick them to win. I, I put it on Twitter 31-21. They won 31-14. I felt like if they were to lose, they would be beating themselves as much as Tom Brady is the GOAT. And he's beaten the Cowboys seven straight times, never lost to the Cowboys. He just doesn't have a good team this year. And to me, if the Cowboys lost, it would be their own damn fault. Well, I actually felt like there was a lot of Cowboys fans and some media who felt like, okay, the Washington game, the last regular season game, was the game that basically told you you can't trust the Cowboys. I have said all year long, going into the season, I thought they would only win eight games because I didn't like the way they retooled the offense and the defense and didn't sign some players in the offseason. I just thought they reduced their talent level and that they were setting up Mike McCarthy for failure. What you could not see, and this is what I said all year long, after they uh, after Dak Prescott got back, Mike, Mike McCarthy showed that he could coach a team under a dire situation. Dak Prescott goes out the first game of the regular season with this thumb injury, and they show something you can't see on paper and analytics, and that is character and chemistry. That defense carried him. Cooper Rush made it the point of not screwing it up. And the bottom line was when Dak got back, they were firing on all cylinders. I actually felt better about this year's team than last year's team. Now, like I said, after the Washington game, there was a whole lot of doubters because they was like, oh, we've seen this before. I wasn't assuming that the Dallas Cowboys are automatically going to beat Tampa Bay. I just felt like they were just a better team. If there was a different opponent, I might have had a different mindset. If it had been San Francisco the first game, I probably would have picked the 49ers. But let me tell you something. Dak, I've never doubted him. He shut up a lot of people yesterday. He had uh, he accounted for four. He had accounted for five touchdowns. He threw four touchdown passes, zero interceptions. He had 138 quarterback rating, 136, 138. Uh, perfect quarterback rating is like 158. He was right up there. Anytime you get over 100, it's like good. He had 138. He had no almost interception. He had no bad play call. He, the, the touchdown run was amazing. The uh, fourth down call pass to C.D. Lamb was brilliant. Kellen Moore was in his bag. Mike McCarthy was in his bag. Uh, the defense was outstanding. Micah Parsons was wrecking havoc. Um, uh, I could go on and on and on and on. Bottom line was the only thing you could have a concern about was Brett Maher. But guess what? That was the only bad game he's had all year. In fact, he he came in with, let's see, he missed a, an extra point against Washington. But then he hit, missed those four extra points in the game. Those four extra points missed in the game was the first time that has happened, not only in playoff history, Elias Forsbuehl, which has been keeping these stats since 1932, says the first time it's ever happened in any kind of game. And if he had been inconsistent like Greg DeLeg for the last couple of years, you could say, oh, what are you going to do? It's scary time. 
that's an outlier for him. Now, don't get me wrong. You, there's some concern there with Maher. But you can't say, oh, my God, this kicker was terrible. You should have known. No, he's been money Maher. But Dak kind of said it best after the game. He said, I played like best last week. I'm, I'm all in on money Maher. He can get over like I did. So you almost have to look at it that way. They've offered some possibilities of what they might do going into San Francisco with Maher, and I'll get into that with you whenever you ask me about it again. But if Maher was your only concern yesterday, uh, you had a hell of a good game. An added element to um, Dak's game is his mobility, and we don't see a lot of it, but how important is his mobility to this offense? Because it, it was a big difference maker last night. It's a big difference maker because you have to have that threat. You know, all defensive coordinators compile tape. And if they don't ever have to worry about that, well, then they key off on you. He showed that he's capable of doing that. Now, he's, don't get me wrong. He's not, he's not uh, Lamar Jackson. He's, he's not, um, he's not uh, Josh Allen. He's, he's, he's the kind of guy that can do it on design plays, and every now and then he'll freelance it. But he's not a running quarterback, but he can do it. And the fact that he showed up and did it uh, this game right here, and these weren't all called uh, runs. The fact that he did it and did it with authority, you've got to account for that. And that allows defense to not cheat on you. And I like I liked the way Keller Moore kept it balanced. Tony Pollard had big chunk plays. Zeke did the dirty yard. And so there was some balance to it where you, 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 you had to make sure that you kept Brady off the field as much as you could, and that's what – Run the clock was all about, and back running the ball as well runs the clock. There were actually some short passes that they did to Noah Brown that also kept the clock running. They were very cognizant of keeping Brett, excuse me, keeping Tom Brady off the field. Speaking with Chris Arnold of 105.3, the fan out of Dallas, talking about the Cowboys' win last night on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. So, Chris, now you got to turn the page and look at San Francisco, a team that you also have to face on the road, a team that's been really successful this year and has a, a really good defense as well as a lot of pieces there. Just after the game from last night and now heading into this, what's kind of the confidence level as far as the matchup going into this game for the Cowboys? Extreme confidence. It's almost like they get to settle a score. The 49ers thanked them last year in the playoffs and had everybody doubting a 12-win team and showing them that, okay, you're, you're the Cowboys. The Cowboys never won a playoff game. As a matter of fact, the Cowboys had only won three playoff games this century. They had not won a road playoff game until last night since 1993, that 1992 season where they were playing at San Francisco. I was at that game. That was back when Troy Aikman and Alvin Harper and Michael Irvin, it was it was crazy. That was Jimmy's second Super Bowl. Bottom line, I'm trying to, or first, maybe it was first Super Bowl. But yeah, first Super Bowl. Bottom line was this. It had been 30 years. 30 years since they won a road playoff game. Never beaten Brady, okay? All those ghosts are gone. They are, here's everything that's kind of crazy. The Cowboys made the playoffs this year for the second consecutive year, something that they hadn't done also since the 1990s, which is insane when you think about it. It's like, okay, wait a minute. The Cowboys had this incredible history, but they hadn't done a back-to-back playoffs since the 1990s? Meanwhile, you look at Tom Landry years, Tom Landry has a record of going 20 consecutive years of playoffs. Isn't that crazy to think about it? So here you go, full circle, you're going back to San Francisco, where um, the Cowboys 
last one uh, uh, road playoff game 30 years ago until, until last night. It's almost some symmetry to this. You get to exhaust, you get to exhume some ghosts because they've been feeding off uh, the tape. The, the coaches would run tapes during the week. I'm telling I'm telling you this all season long of what they were talking about after that loss to the 49ers, just to keep them focused. Like regular season doesn't mean anything. This is what you look like against the 49ers last week in the playoffs. So they know the opponent. Doesn't mean they're automatically going to beat the opponent, but they know they have the opportunity to prove that last year's team, you know, that that was a, an outlier. We're, we're better than last year's team. The other thing about it, if you're a Cowboys fan, the one thing you can kind of hope for is the 49ers have already won 12 straight games. 12 straight games. So the question is, how many ga- damn games can they win in a row? <laughs> we know they got a solid defense. To me, they're the most dangerous team in the playoffs. To me, they're more dangerous than Philadelphia, more dangerous than Kansas City, who's been there, done that, and they're more dangerous than Cincinnati. To me, that is the most Arguably, the 49ers are the most talented team in the NFL playoffs because they've won all those games in Rome. They got a very, very dangerous defense. They got all the weapons, but their only, only question mark is their quarterback. He's a rookie. He's the last player player picked in the draft. Brian Purdy's been an exceptional. He hadn't made any mistakes. He's been better than the best driver. Nobody knows if he's real or not. How do you see the Cowboys' offense matching up with that 49ers' defense? Seems like the Cowboys have been searching for answers with receivers on the other side of CeeDee Lamb, and uh, maybe not in the form of a receiver, but Dalton Schultz is somebody that kind of seems to open up that offense a bit. Yes, Dalton Schultz. Not just Dalton Schultz. This is what a lot of people haven't been paying attention to. It's all four of those tight ends. They run packages with all four of them sometimes. You probably remember that game where they all jumped in the kettle after the touchdown, they're doing the whack-a-mole. All four of those guys can really catch the ball and run with the ball. So Don Schultz is really good, but do not underestimate what the rest of them did. In fact, uh, Ferguson, Jake Ferguson last night had a big play with Dak. I think he caught one and ran with it for 36 yards. So all of them are dangerous. They got 13 packages where they utilize all of them. That opens up the running game, believe it or not. But one of the other keys to this uh, Cowboys offense versus the San Francisco defense is the fact that the offensive line is healthier. Now, I wish they had Terrence Steele back. He's been solid all year long. But now you've got uh, Tyron Smith on the same side, on the right side with Zach Martin. On the left side, Tyler Smith, the rookie, he was wrecking havoc last night. Uh, Jason Peters, the Hall of Famer to be from the Eagles and Bears that they got in the offseason, he is injured right now. I don't know how long, if he's going to play in this game. I think he might because he's 40 years old. This is his last season. But he's smart. And you got uh, Tyler, uh, you got uh, uh, Biotish, the, uh, the, the center's back. He's healthy. So to me, if the offensive line can, can protect and run block, and, and by the way, they hadn't been, quote-unquote, this healthy in a while, in about three or four weeks. They looked really good last night, and if Dak can trust his protection, which he was last night, that allows him the, the time to either go through his reads, decide to throw the ball to you know, CeeDee Lamb, dump it off to Dalton Schultz, or run the damn ball, or even dump it off to Tony Pollard. All I got to tell you is if the offensive line is going to be a big key. And last year I thought the offensive line sucked. I thought the offensive line coaches 
all should be fired. Jerry Jones and I are on the same page. He wanted to fire them off, too, and Kula has prevailed. The offensive line, Joe Philbin, the head coach, excuse me, the offensive line coach, I think they are the unsung heroes because they were the whipping boys last year at this time. Well, real quick before I let you get out of here, Chris, uh, it's looking good for the Cowboys. Obviously, you said you like the matchup against the 49ers. Do you feel like this team is good enough to win it all, though? Are they good enough to win the sixth Super Bowl for the Dallas Cowboys and finally get it over that hump? Here's what's so wild about these playoffs. I, I, I got to take this game thing one of the one game at a time because you know you can't brag and say, "Oh, they're the Kansas City Chiefs." Then they're done. That they're used to it. Patrick Mahomes always gone to at least the conference championship gets you, you know, Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's the Cowboys team from the '90s. That's Troy Aikman, where you got the pedigree. This team hasn't earned a pedigree. They've won a playoff game, which exude. I mean, there's a wild card game. It, exu- it exhausted a lot of ghosts. Even that, that uh, damn uh, blue jersey jinx. They have never won a playoff game in a blue jersey. Did you know that? But they won it last night. I can't go that far and say that. But I will say this. They know they can beat the Eagles, and they know they can beat the Giants. Don't let the Giants knock off the Eagles and the Cowboys knock off the 49ers. People haven't thought about this, but that NFC Championship game will be at AT&T Stadium or Arlington. If it's the Giants and the Cowboys, if it's the Eagles and the Cowboys, that Prescott got a dynamic record against the Eagles. I don't want to misquote it, but it's almost like he's 10-3 and three or something like that where he doesn't lose to the Eagles. And believe it or not, when you also look at the short rest, you know, uh, Cowboys coming in off of basically uh, five, day, five days rest or four days, excuse me, five days rest as opposed to six days and on the road, believe it or not, the Cowboys are 4-0 this season on a short week. 4-0 this season on a short week. I'm not saying they're going to do it again against the 49ers, but that ain't seemed to bother them so far. Well, Chris, man, we really appreciate you joining us. I know there's a lot of excitement down there in Dallas, man, and you got a lot of Cowboys fans here in the state of Arkansas that hopes it keeps on going. But appreciate you hopping on with us, man, and hopefully we catch up with you here pretty soon, all right? Oh, one other little note for you. Uh, the Brett Maher thing, I want to I, I want to be able to close that up for you. They're talking about, yeah, they definitely want him to be their kicker. They might have, they said, Jerry Jones was on our station this morning, and he was saying, last year we even had two kickers. That's not to say that they won't. But he also said that they will also look at certain situations on two-point conversion. You follow me? In other words, Everything's out there. They want Maher to be the kicker for this game because you don't want to switch out the last minute here. No. Nah. You know, these are extra points and not field goals. You follow me? And he's not been inconsistent all year. It's just last game. So with that being said, don't be surprised if they get an extra kicker, but that would make them cost depth at a certain position. Put it like this. If they get an extra kicker, look for some special teams guy or, you know, some guy that doesn't play a lot of defense that, you know, a backup, backup, the only place special teams get deactivated if you add a kicker. Because the scariest thing you want to see in, in San Francisco, Cowboys get a touchdown, and then Maher misses the first extra point. And then all hell may break loose because it's all mental. Yeah, that could be pretty problematic. There's no question about it. Chris, we appreciate but it, that, man. Enjoy it. That's the it. issue, though. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah, we know we get you, man. And hopefully you don't have to worry about the issue this weekend and Cowboys get a victory, all right? Anytime, man. You take care. Thanks for having me.